Hey, Tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. You're listening to Arrival Audio recorded live at Arrival Bangkok 2019 and distributed by Tourpreneur. Here, listen to Hong Kong-based culinary entrepreneur Cecilia Leong share her insights on creating authentic local experiences through food and how you can too. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for having me talk to you about curating local culinary experiences. Let's dive right in. Obviously, we need great tasting food on our food experiences. I have a lot of peers here today who operate food tours, and I'm pretty sure none of my peers would say to our guests, would you like some mediocre food? So I'm not going to talk to you too much about having great food. I'm sure we have people here today who can tell you where to find the best laksa in Singapore, the juiciest xiaolongbao in Shanghai, I can tell you all about the fluffiest pineapple buns in Hong Kong and the smoothest milk tea. But a great food experience is not just an amalgamation of great tasting food. An exceptional experience is one in which your participants are fully immersed into this experience themselves and living it themselves. So how do we actually do that? I'm going to share three points with you today. First. Celebrating our local heroes. What do I mean by that? Meet some of our local heroes. In 2011, when I was putting together our first food tour in Hong Kong, I was strolling around our neighborhood looking for some exceptional hidden gems to showcase to our customers. I stumbled upon this alleyway. It literally looks like this. And I thought, well, there's something interesting in there. There used to be a sign outside indicating maybe there's something unique in there. So I decided to take a walk, go in, go through this green door, and find myself in this courtyard, a space that decorated like a Chinese courtyard with a lot of boxes of tea lining the walls. Inside, I was greeted by this tall gentleman, Ivan. And after talking to him for just a few minutes, his passion for Chinese tea is just undeniable. Ivan used to be in the construction business. He loves Chinese tea, but didn't know too much about it. He decided to quit his job and went to mainland China to learn all about Chinese tea. He studied for a few years intensely and eventually actually earning the accreditation as a Chinese tea connoisseur given to him by the equivalent of the Chinese agricultural department. You can talk to Ivan and he will tell you all about tea, how to process the tea, how to pick the tea, when's the best time to pick it, where to go pick it, any of his tea adventures. He is a walking encyclopedia of Chinese tea. 
He's even more passionate about educating people about Chinese tea. So you can sit in his courtyard, learn how to prepare tea, more importantly, learn how to pour tea, and he would proceed to tell you everything you want to know about Chinese tea culture in Hong Kong and our local unique experiences. Meet our other heroes here, Mr. Choi and his two sons, third and fourth generation sugarcane specialists. Mr. Choi has been making uh, sugarcane juice in their shop house, which has remained largely unchanged for the last 60 years. For those of you who've been to Hong Kong, maybe you've been to their sugarcane shop in, uh, in Central. His sons even partnered with craft beer, a local craft beer company, to create sugarcane craft beer. Who would have thought about that? You see, they are very passionate about the business. If you go to their shop, you can see them in action, you can talk to them and hear all about their stories. These are just a few of our local heroes that we work with. They're very passionate about their craft. They pour their heart and soul into their business. Often hidden gems in your community quietly shaping your culinary culture. So don't just take your participants to go eat or drink at these places. Engage these local heroes, talk to them, create a dialogue between these local heroes and your participants. Most of them actually really appreciate that we're celebrating their craft, even the very grumpy chefs do. So you have the stories of these local heroes, you need to have great storytellers to tell the story. So who better to tell them than your local food, foodie guide? Meet our you know, local experts. On our food tours, we get a fair share of chefs. Some of them Michelin star chefs, some of them are aspiring home cooks. A lot of them love our market walks. We take them to our wet market, introduce seemingly peculiar ingredients to them. Dried seafood, preserved sausages, odd-looking vegetables. A lot of our participants love to buy some of these ingredients and take them home and try them and experiment with them, especially the chefs. Our foodie guys, not all of them love to cook, but they all love to eat. I mean, otherwise, why would you become a foodie guide? So they grow up eating this stuff. They recall how their parents cook it, some even remember going to the market with a grandma shopping for these ingredients. They have been fully immersed and lived this life before. So you need guides who can do this. Meet one of our foodie guides, Carrie. Who here thinks the pair of geckos that she's holding are as delicious as she thinks they are? Anyone wants to try them? So Carrie is our gecko expert. Uh, honestly. You see, when she was three years old, her mom used to make her gecko soup on a regular basis. I kid you not, I'm not making up this story. Carrie suffered from asthma as she was a kid. And in Chinese medicine, we believe that gecko can help relieve certain respiratory ailments. So Carrie's mom made her gecko soup on a regular basis, and she inhaled them. I think she used to ask for more. I mean, who else, why wouldn't you ask for more gecko soup? So after inhaling this soup for quite some time, her asthma did go away. 
If you come on one of our tours and meet Carrie, you could tell that she's a very, very enthusiastic guide. She really brings to life this culinary culture from her own personal experience, and it's fun for her, and help the, uh, help the participants immerse in it. So it's great to have good storytellers, but you need to have storytellers who've been immersed in this themselves. Otherwise, they won't be able to help your customers. Don't just hire tour guides who are great storytellers who can recite from a script. It's always best to have the guides who can tell from their own personal experience and have been fully immersed themselves. So you have great stories of our local heroes. You have fantastic foodie guides. How do you create these memories for your participants? So when I was putting together this deck about two weeks ago, I sent my final version to Douglas. Uh, where's Douglas? Um, so he wrote me back in an email. He said, I have a question about slide 10. This is slide 10. <laughs> Sorry, how do I? This is slide 10. So you see, Douglas lived in Hong Kong some 20 years ago. Uh, he went to have some snake soup with uh, some local friends at that time. And he wrote me, this is quote, as we were eating, one of the waiters brought out one of those rope bags with a snake writhing inside. He got some stick, plunged in the snake, pull it out, cut it open, pull an organ out, and put it in a glass. Pour some Chinese wine or something. Then a patron drank it all in one go, unquote. You see, this happened to Douglas 20-some years ago, yet this is still so vivid in his memories. In fact, I had lunch with him the other day, and he told me even more details about this experience. So how do we help our customers, our guests, create these memories for them and have lifelong lasting experiences? On one of our tours, we serve tofu dessert. Wait, what? Tofu dessert? Is this a mistake? In fact, some of our participants actually say to us, you know what, I'm really full for my you know, other tastings. I can skip this, don't worry about it. But our very skillful foodie guides use their influencing skills and persuade them to give it just one try, just one spoonful. This tofu really tastes different from what you've had at home. It doesn't taste like the soy milk you had at home. Usually, the one spoonful becomes two, three, and before you know it, the whole bowl disappears in front of you. So after we get them to try this authentic experience themselves and helping them change the perception, they're like, wait, what? This was tofu? Are you sure this is not panna cotta? And they were so in love with it, and they really have a great experience. And they, you know, they even write on TripAdvisor uh, about this. Um, and so what do they do afterwards? They take out the cameras, they snap away, and they record the heck out of it and tell the whole world about it through social media or through their own narration to their, to their friends and family. Creating an experience is hard enough, but creating a memory, lifelong lasting memories is hard. 
So our goal is to help these customers have these lifelong lasting memories and create an experience that support that. This story now becomes their own narrative. It is now their story. They are the storytellers, and they're telling the world about how to discover Nirvana, just like Douglas did. So celebrate local heroes, engage your local experts, and create lifelong lasting memories. I'd like to close by paying tribute to Anthony Bourdain. This picture was taken on one of Carrie's tours uh, in January of 2018. The tour group ran into him uh, at one of our tasting locations as he was filming the Hong Kong episode of Parts Unknown. Today would have been Anthony Bourdain's 63rd birthday. His friends Eric Rippert and Jose Andres have named today Bourdain Day to celebrate his legacy. As you all know, he's the true master storyteller. He's the one who really used food to connect people, our local heroes, our food tour guides, and our participants. So let's celebrate his legacy by connecting people, connecting cultures, and creating lasting memories. Thank you. Cecilia, uh, yes. fantastic. Just before you, you come off the stage, just one question I have to ask. So you're based in Hong Kong. Yes. Hong Kong has been in the news, the headlines around the world yep. for the last several weeks. Been some extraordinary events going on there. I think we all know about this. Yep. I don't want to get into the politics of it, but you're running tours in Hong Kong. What, what's going through your mind? Were the protests having an impact on yep. your, your business? How do, you, how do you go about that kind of process to adapt to that type of political instability? Yep. So customer experience, guest experience is our number one priority. Their safety is also utmost important to us. Uh, for us, fortunately, uh, a lot of these protests happen on Sundays, uh, and our tours actually don't operate on Sundays. But on the, most, on the day that created the most headline, I should say, was actually a Wednesday. We did have a tour in that neighborhood. Uh, our operations director, Savannah, uh, contacted the, the eateries right away in the morning to make sure they're all open because a lot of them actually closed in support of what's going on and go to protest. So we checked to make sure they're open. Uh, we make sure that the transportation was easy and convenient and safe uh, for our customers. And we still want to have the tours running. We want them to have this experience. We don't want to cancel on them last minute. And uh, the tour went on. We checked in with the tour guides on a regular basis uh, to make sure that they're safe and everyone was okay and all the eateries were still open. And we just kept in contact with them. So we'll keep doing that um, as we go along. Uh, we want to minimize the interruptions we have on our guests and our visitors and still showcase our great food culture and also our, our Hong Kong's culture and history through our food. Ladies and gentlemen, Cecilia Long. We hope you enjoyed this session from Arrival, the only event dedicated to creators and sellers of tours, activities, and attractions. Head to arrivalevent.com to register for upcoming conferences around the globe. And for insights into the in-destination industry, head to arrival.travel. <laughs>